Blog Talk Radio. In a world where everyone is a social media guru, there is one lodestone, one brightest point in the sky, one true north. Uh, We have no idea where that is, but we've been here every Tuesday since August 2008, bringing you the absolute best and brightest guests from the world of social media and Internet marketing. Welcome to Social Media Edge Radio. And now it's time to get this show on the commode. Here's your host, Ken Cook, and co-host Mike Mueller. And this truly is a uh, coast-to-coast podcast because I'm on the East Coast, almost. I'm in the Atlanta area, and Mike Mueller is overlooking the valley out in California. Hello, Mike Mueller. Good morning from sunny California. Sunny California. It's not so sunny here today, but we've got some sunny things to talk about. And I'm really looking forward to today's topic because we're going to be talking about something that is very near and dear to my heart, and I believe yours as well, too, mm-hmm. Mike. Do you know? Absolutely, I do a lot of uh, prepping clients for with these questions. Yes, uh, helping a client get started in business is great, and showing them the right way to do things. You know, showing them how to incorporate how to advertise, how to reach into the community, uh, and then having one actually follow that guidance (laughs) and become successful is uh, even better. But today we're going to be talking about, it could be an existing business. It could be a new business, an existing business, an expanding business. We're going to talk Mm -hmm. about how to plan your next venture. And Mike, I know you've heard this saying, failing to plan is the same as planning to fail. And In some ways, I agree, don't you? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about that today. And uh, we're going to be doing a dry run today, Mike. I'm not sure because we haven't really promoted this yet. But if if you've been a listener for a while, you know at the end of the show, we play something called Rapid Fire. When we have a guest on, what we'll do is we'll ask these guests some questions, and they may or may not be relevant to the show. Uh, Today... We're actually going to be practicing an upcoming uh, addition to the show where we're going to ask one question near the end of the show. It's a 30-minute show every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, uh, somewhere at about the 25 to 27-minute mark. We're going to ask a question relative to the topic of the day, and here's the good news. We're going to answer on Twitter. And the first person with the correct answer can win whatever the prize is today. So it'll be something like, uh, you know, a gift certificate to Starbucks or uh, Amazon or a, a book that the guest has written or something like that. But you've got to listen or to play. Or a shiny new car. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, as long as Hot Wheels is still in business, we've got that covered. Uh <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, so we'll do that, and today we're going to have a practice test, and the way you'll do that is go over to Twitter, and you will answer the question with the hashtag SMEDGE, S-M-E-D-G-E. So we'll, we'll explain a little bit more later on in the show. Uh, time for tool time. We need some tool time music. Mike, what's your tool of the week? You know... I, and I was thinking, and I was thinking, and I was thinking, and I was – I can't remember – if I've used this tool as an example yet on the show. Um, But 
I'm I'm going to say it's one of my personal favorites now these days. Uh, it's a WordPress plugin. So if you've got a WordPress website, um, you need to. And WordPress constantly is going to come out with updates. It's just what ends up happening. And some of those updates are new features. Some of them are security plugs, this and that. And then when they do that, of course, then uh, you know the themes change and uh, the the plugins themselves that you've added to your site change and you need to update your site on a regular basis and you know what that's great but wordpress will tell you i'm going to tell you everybody's going to tell you back up your site before you do every mm-hmm. single time and that's a problem absolutely because wordpress doesn't offer uh, a nice simple they offer a really nice simple solution to export all of your posts and pages and all of your content your images and you can download that file and it takes a little bit as far as that goes and it happens but they don't offer a way to back up your database to back up everything and all the things that are behind the scenes so that should something happen when you update uh, you might lose everything and you might be totally out so my plugin. It is called Updraft Plus, and you can find it in the WordPress uh, repository of plugins. It's absolutely free, and it'll allow you to run a full backup. It'll allow you to schedule backups as well, which is a Mm -hmm. really cool thing. And then you can download that full backup onto your hard drive, or if you're really smart, you can put it up into someplace safe like Dropbox like Amazon S3 servers, like all, just a myriad of other places that you might have storage. Absolutely wonderful and free. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i a fan as well, like Updraft Plus, and I like the fact that I can dump it right to my S3, keep a separate box for each client, boom, drop it in there. We've always got a backup done. Great tool, Updraft Plus. Uh, mine today, Mike, mine's not exactly one tool. It's kind of multiple tools. Um a lot of people are concerned about their privacy on the internet. And you know, if you're going to, if you do a lot of banking or if you do a lot of financial transactions or uh, just, mm-hmm. there's a, a lot of reasons to be concerned about your privacy online. Well, the uh, environmental freedom foundation, environmental electronic freedom foundation, uh, EFF has been around for a long time. I've long time been a fan of what they do. They've got an article um, on a range of tools that are designed to help protect your privacy online. And I'm going to publish this short link on Twitter uh, because I think this is something very important to see for, for the listeners because it's, uh, it's some things you may not have heard before, some different ways to, to protect your privacy online um, with cyber attacks becoming more and more frequent um, Mm. and with other people eyeballing uh, what you're doing. I don't want people to see me ever typing in my social security number, which I hate doing online anyway, but sometimes you have to Uh, my bank account number, bank account, password, those kind of things. So there are Mm -hmm. some things and, and it mentions some that we've mentioned as tools before, for example, HTTPS everywhere, uh, which is a browser plugin that uh, makes sure yeah. you're always secured. So I'm going to pop this link over into the uh, Twitter really quickly. 
and we're going to get on with the news. Mike, while I'm doing this, why don't you uh, update us on anything that's really critical we need to know about or whatever you want. Absolutely. Well, here's the one thing that you probably don't know about is EFF was founded by a couple of different guys. One of them happened to be a lyricist for the Grateful Dead. So there's your Grateful Dead fact of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Mike's always going to wrap it back to the dead if he can pull that off. Well done, sir. I just had to throw Uh, that in there. John Perry Barlow. Yeah, you've got to. Uh, Where is that? Uh, Here it is. That's the one we're looking for right there because we can't do this segment without it. There you go. And today we're actually going to learn something in the news. Uh, If you followed the advancement of what we call the Internet of Things. So there are a lot of things that are coming out these days that you can access via Wi-Fi. Your refrigerator, your washer and dryer, your dishwasher, um, your car. You know, Miles' car talks to her, tells her when it needs an oil change or if it has a low tire or whatever. Uh, Smart locks. You've probably seen them. They're on doors. Mm -hmm. Uh, to to different things, and there was a series of smart locks that were sold to some, uh, I think it was bed and breakfasts or just whatever uses this, um, uh, one of these online services where you book your room. So you technically can just walk up to your door with your smartphone, punch in the code that you got for renting the room, unlock it, boom. Well, those smart locks, or at least a few hundred of them, have had a brain fart, Mike. They went dumb. 500 of them. Uh, A botched update has uh, put a kibosh on 500 smart locks. You can go over to ArsTechnica.com and check that out. Uh, Just look up smart locks. Great article over there about that. Here's another one that ought to get us really good, uh, especially if you have an Android phone. Uh, Will you look at that? There's a creeper bogus app manufacturer out there who has made several thousand apps and has been trying to get those into the Google Play marketplace. Well, turns out he's been successful at least two times, maybe three. And here's the thing. It can turn on your camera, can turn on your microphone, can read your files, it can interact as you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not uh, flipped about that one. Well, and they're, I mean, I think the the point in that is they are doing it maliciously on purpose. I guess that's mm-hmm. why you do malicious things, but they're doing <laughs> it on purpose to, to gather that information and it sends all that, all that information back to them. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I'm going to say I'm, I'm guilty as a lot of, I don't have a whole lot of apps on my phone. I really make sure that, um, I'm I'm getting if I if I add an app it comes from a trusted source or you know what have you. So if it's a, a banking app I'm going to go to my bank. I'm going to make sure that my bank wrote that app kind yes. of thing. But then the permission part, you know where the next thing after it installs it says hey this app would like permission to access your camera and nah whatever. Okay. I just blow mm-hmm. past that. So I'm guilty mm-hmm. as most people I'm going to say. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's a fact. Uh, the phones will tell you what permissions it's requesting, and if you don't think that there's a good reason for that app to have, I mean, if it's not an image manipulation program or it's not something that you're going to be sharing images with, why does it need access to your camera? Mm-hmm. Ah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, another thing to do is, like I said, just don't download everything you see. And, I mean, kudos to Google Google for finding this out, and I think they actually helped bust this, uh, this ring open um, by mm-hmm. finding it, but yeah, we're going to take a short break, and as soon as we get back, we're going to jump into the topic of uh, planning, launching, and managing your next web venture. So hang around. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Mike Mueller, and in case you didn't know, when I'm not co-hosting the show, I'm busy building websites for small businesses just like yours. But you know what? I do it a little differently than most web developers. First of all, I don't farm anything out. And secondly, I build what you want, not what I think you should have. And I don't just build a website, I don't just throw a template at it and call it a day. I ask you some very specific questions about your business and the goals of the website, and then I build a unique system that fits your needs. And that's something no other web developer does. Check out areweconnected.com forward slash smedge for more details and a special bonus just for you, our listeners. Frustrated with your website? Can't get it to look right or work right? Think it's too expensive to hire a real development company to quickly turn things around? Think again. For as little as $35, Ken Cook will investigate and often correct issues with your website. With over 20 years of web coding experience, he'll quickly identify your challenges and help keep the costs and time to a minimum. Many jobs can be completed the same day. Regardless of where your site is hosted, what platform it's developed on, or what framework is used, contact Ken today at thekencook.com. And instead of working for your website, make it work for you. Yeah, that's what I'm all about, getting somebody else to do my job, (laughs) especially my website, Mike, Um, which kind of leads us right into the topic today, doesn't it? I mean, we're talking about planning and launching a uh, a web venture. So getting that website to do something for you to um, pull off the job that you're looking to do is, is pretty critical. In fact, in the planning section, what we want to do is we want to determine exactly what you want that website to do. What is your message? Why are you creating this web venture? Why are you making things, uh, happen for you on a web, on the internet, on a, a web platform. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a frog in my throat today. Read it. Uh, <clears throat> so when you're sitting down to plan, one of the first things that you want to really do is to simplify your message. I've talked to many small business people, and you'd be surprised how many just can't give you their their what they do, and I'm not going to say their mission statement, but their the actual service lineup. What do you do? What do you do for people? How do you service people? What do you? What's your product? They can't tell that to you in a short sentence. So that's, I mean, that's one of the first things that I think that we always need to do is to simplify and focus our message. Mike, have you ever encountered anyone that just couldn't simplify their message? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Quite a few times, really. That's one of the first questions that I ask is, 
give me that, and boy, it better be short. <laughs> you only have a few seconds. I don't know what the current number is, but I believe the last time we reported on that, some statistics told us it was it was either right in the low five seconds or below five seconds. Like it was either five point mm-hmm. two seconds or four point three seconds. I, I don't really remember, but it's it's a very short time. What are what are some of the other things that people need to do in the planning stage? Well, as far as uh, the, the the overall look and the feel, because we can divide it into a number of different uh, aspects, but the look and the feel, what colors, you know, what, and, and a lot of this goes off of their logo. So if they have a logo that has already been created, that might be an asset that needs to be added, you know, as far as that goes, they don't have a logo yet. Well, what colors are you going to do? What kind of font? What you know, all of the look and the feel of the site, images and things like that, um, you know, just the visual part of it, that's one big aspect. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's huge because there again, your first impression could be your last impression. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not as prominent as it used to be, but Mike, there used to be some ugly websites. Oh, my goodness. Some of them were just horrid. (laughs) There, There are still some out there, it's just a lot easier for folks with, you know, some of the tools that are available today to, to not do that. But that gets into the branding as well. Um, right. And what I like to tell people about branding, we're talking about not just what you say, but how it looks. You know, your logo your uh, and the things that Mike was talking about, your uh, appearance. That's what branding is, the visual representation of your message. Um, I'd rather see people not have a logo than have a bad logo. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. There, there are quite a few sites that I, yeah, all right, let me start with my site. <laughs> I don't have a logo for my site. I've, I've attempted a couple of times to come up with a logo on my own and I just, no, I keep taking it out. So technically I'm one of those. So mm-hmm. I'm text. Are we connected? Yeah. Com. yeah. Uh, and you know what? That's a great logo because it says and looks exactly like what it is because really your message is a lot about what happens online anyway. Uh, another thing that I think in the beginning that is very important is to identify who your, who your initial audience is, who, who's going to be interested in, what you're saying, what you're selling, or mm-hmm. um, uh, to participate. Any tips that you have, Mike, for identifying that starting audience? Well, uh, not necessarily because we've talked a lot about Google Analytics and tracking and that kind of thing in the past and yeah, identifying who's, who's coming to your site. But before yeah. you build the site, you know, one of the, one of the questions I ask, uh, a potential client is how are you where are these people coming from how are you getting them to go to your site because mm-hmm. that plays a big part into what goes into the build of the site and you know i describe it as sales funnels and i'll, I'll give you four quick sales funnels one uh, is seo i want to rank really well on particular keywords or i want to that's what i'm that's the goal and i want people to search google and in Google, I want them to find my site, and I want them to click over and go to my site. So I'm driving traffic through that sales funnel. 
the opposite of that would be a paid funnel. And I'm going to run Google AdWords for those keywords. I'm going to run Facebook ads or whatever ad campaign. I'm going to drive people, and I'm actually paying to get to the top of that as far as that goes. You could do a drip campaign. So if you've got a mailing list, you could do a drip campaign. Um, And then... Nice one. And then the fourth yeah. one I'm going to say is um, social media. I'm going to drive people through social media interaction and, you know, viral whatever and sharing. And so they're going to just organically see this stuff because I'm going to create viral or shareable content. Yeah. Yeah. Um, t- tell me a little bit about a drip campaign. I mean, we've talked about that before, so we know what it is. It, slowly responds back out to people that are in your mailing list, but are there any rules of mm-hmm. thumb about how often, how frequent, or what it should contain? What should be in a drip well, campaign? Yeah, and that that's going to be, you know, that's that's topic for a whole other show because that's going to be <laughs> dependent on your audience in, in you know, in a way, um, and really what kind of, how much effort you're putting into this and what you want to put into this. Uh, sending them an email three times a day, absolutely not. Sending yeah, them once a month, that's kind of on the other end. Somewhere yeah. in the middle. Well, actually, you know what? I've seen newsletters that are quarterly. I'm, you know, I, I'm going to say somewhere in the middle. If you sign up for my newsletter, you're going to get it every Wednesday. Um, mm-hmm. I decided Wednesday. I don't know why. I know Tuesday is the best day. Yeah. Uh, that's what the reports say for sending out uh, a newsletter. So I decided to go on Wednesday, shoot myself there in the foot. There you go. Good man. <laughs> uh, a couple of other things in the planning stage, I say, are establish your budget. And then the important mm-hmm. one is to create some if and then points. If I get to this point, then what? Or if this happens, then what? If I don't yeah. get any, if I'm just doing SEO and I'm not getting any visitors, then what? If I'm uh, doing SEO and I'm getting 10,000 visitors a day, but they're the wrong visitors, then what? So kind of understand what your yeah. metrics will be. How are you going to me- measure your response? Uh, and I'm just going to throw this right out there right in the beginning. Look, hire a professional. I work with people all the time that think they can do everything, and maybe they can, but you don't need to be changing the oil in your truck if your job is to schedule the president's next flight, you got what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And it happens. Just hire a professional. Seriously, if you can't afford to get some professional help on some of these early stages, you just might be making a mistake doing the launch. Just putting that out there, not going to say that you can't do it, that it can't happen. Um, it's just mm-hmm. that there are people out there that focus on these individual tasks and skills. Well, you focus on what you do, and they can help you produce what you want to do much better. I'm going to jump over that. Um, yeah, I, I like Mike's sales funnels. And if you don't know about sales funnels, we need to do a show on that, Mike. We really do. So oh, when you're actually getting you – know, it's a huge topic. Um, when you're getting ready to launch, do you want to make a big splash, or do you just want to kind of tiptoe in? I've done both. How about you, Mike? Well, I'm going to say I've I've done both, seen both, um, you know, even and, – and what you could do is you, if you want to do like a – I'm going to call it a soft opening. When you do a restaurant, you do what's called a soft opening. 
and invite your friends and family members and coworkers and things like that, and they all come in and they order anything off the menu, and the kitchen goes through all paces and all that kind of stuff. You can do a soft opening on a website, and that's critically important because, and it doesn't have to be in a short period of time. You can do this as you move along, and you can set up if you've got a shopping cart. What happens when somebody goes to order a product? You, right. you need somebody on the outside to roll through everything. What happens when somebody fills out a form? What happens when somebody does this? Whatever that thing is on your website that you want them to do, what's their experience? And have them run through that in a soft opening kind of way so they get all the bugs out. And you go, oh, well, I didn't even think about that message, mm-hmm. you know, as far as – or. You know, where's the button for that? Oops. Well, we kind of Huge. forgot that part. Huge. Yeah. And it's why I do big developments. Like I'm doing a pretty big development right now for a college recruiting um, organization. <clears throat> and we're doing it in three phases. And I told them up front, I said, the first phase is going to take all, that's all the initial development time. It's going to take a while to do that. Then we're going to test it. We're going to beat it to death for a while. And then you're going to come up with what goes into the second phase. I haven't even priced the second or third phase. I priced the first phase. It was pretty steep. It was, mm-hmm. it was a sizable job because there's a lot of programming and coding. We're almost finished mm-hmm. with that. But we won't know until we go through it. And, and every, we're going to find messages that, are, that need to be sent at a specific time. We're going to find, um, because there's so much live, it's, it's kind of like a Facebook on the back end. So many things. But, yes, absolutely. And that has a lot to do with managing your your uh, website once you get it up. I yeah, I have clients that really think that they've got all the time to write posts and do social media and re-engage with the people that have done them. Let me tell you, that's a full-time job. So if your web mm-hmm. venture is not going to be your full-time job, if your full-time job is selling houses, you ain't got time to do all of this, not do it right. You can do it a little bit. Uh, but if you're really wanting to make this a web venture, uh, Mike, I'm going to give you the last couple of minutes on on just that. How do you manage this monster, or do you need to? Well, I'm going to say you need to. Um, and because uh, social media happens, whether you're in it or not, you want to be in it. So you need to actually come up with a plan of attack and how you're going to manage that and what channels you're going to be active on. And you got to think, you know, if it's a new business, um, do you have a Yelp page? Do you have a Google site on the map? And so it isn't just Twitter and Facebook or, you know, they don't like Twitter, so I'm not even going to be on there. I'm just going to be on Facebook. It's a whole bunch of things. And you really need to write all these places down and decide, okay, we're going to actively be in here and come up with a plan. And who's going to take care of that? If it's just a single proprietor, hey, it's you. Um, and sometimes it's better to – and, and really, no matter what you do, set it up so that you get notifications so that if somebody DMs you or what have you, you get a notification in your mm-hmm. inbox somewhere, and it doesn't disappear into the ether of the Internet. <laughs> and it will. Trust me. I've been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so – that was a big topic to try to cover in 16 minutes. I get that. I understand. Yep. Um, but the most important thing is plan, 
know what you're going to do, know what you expect, and get professionals to help you make it happen. Mike, we're going to jump right straight into rapid fire, and I'm going to throw a little curveball today. I'm, we're going to go ahead and make this an actual contest. How about that? Um, oh, okay. $10 gift certificate from Amazon to the first person. Mm-hmm. And because we haven't pushed this out yet, it doesn't have to be while the show's live. This one time, we're going to let this be just the first person that answers. Um, what they're going to have to do is go over to Twitter, use the hashtag SMEDGE, S-M-E-D-G-E, and answer this correct question correctly. First correct question, first correct answer, using the hashtag SMEDGE. What day does Mike Mueller's Are We Connected email go out? So what day does Mike Mueller send out his Are We Connected email in his drip campaign? First correct answer on Twitter, using the hashtag Smedge, I'm going to send Mm -hmm. you a $10 Amazon gift certificate. What do you think about that? I'm watching Twitter with bated breath right now. And I love Twitter because (laughs) it's going to pick the winner, you know, as far as that goes. For the first yeah. person, it's a timestamp. There it is. Yep. Boom, you know. So, yeah. From now on, you're going to have to be listening live. But for today, because this is a new thing and we're developing it, first correct answer, other than Mike or I. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out. I like it. Uh, sad news, Mike. We're going to be taking next week off, but we'll be back the yeah. following week. And, uh, yeah, we'll be ready to roll. And with that, All I believe, right. believe it's time to say bye, Mike. Bye, Mike. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Kevin McLeod, for the great music. Thanks for listening to yet another edition of Social Media Edge Radio with your host, Ken Cook, and co-host, Mike Mueller. Stay on top of what's happening by visiting socialmediaedge.com.